Uh, hi everybody so it is the second day of the second week um tuesday the 8th of january um today's readings are going to come from genesis 19 and chapter 20 psalm 1 and mark chapter 7 so um here we go uh genesis chapter 19 the two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them, and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. Uh, you can wash your feet and spend the night, and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the cities of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, Lot. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Excuse the lightning. Um, bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Weird. Uh, uh, verse 6. Um, Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind them. He said, No, my friends, do not do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Get out of the way, they replied, and they said, This fellow came here as an alien, now he wants to play the judge. We'll treat you worse than, than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break the break down the door but the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door then they struck the men who were at the door of the house young and old with blindness so that they could not find the door the two men said to Lot do you have anything anyone else here sons and lords sons or daughters or anyone else in your city who belongs to you get them out of here because we are going to destroy this place the outcry to the lord against the, its people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it so lot went out and spoke to his sons sons and laws who were pledged to marry his daughters he said hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. When the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lot, saying, Hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the men gasped, uh, grasped his hand and the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them safely out of the city. For the Lord was merciful to them. As soon as they had brought them out, one of them said, Flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee 
to the mountains or you will be swept away. But Lot said to them, No, my lords, please, your servant has found favor in your eyes, and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overcome me and I will die. Look, here is the town near enough to run to, and it's small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. He said to them, Very well. He said to he said to him, Very well, I will grant this request to you too. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. That is why the town will be called Zeor. By the time Lot reached Zeor, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur and Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out. I beg your pardon, uh, verse 24. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. This he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, in, including all those living in the city and also the vegetation in the land. But the Lord, but Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Early in the morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah, towards the land of the plain, and he saw dense smoke rising from the land, like smoke from a furnace. So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham, and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe. They overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Lot and his two daughters left Zorah and settled in the mountains, for he was afraid to stay in, in Zor. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old and there is no men around here to lie with us, as he is the custom all over the earth. Let's get our father to, to drink wine and then lie with him and preserve our family line through our father. That night they got their father drunk, their father to drink wine, and the older daughter went in and lay with him. He was not aware of it when he lay down or when she got up. The next day the, daughter, the older daughter said to the younger, Last night I lay with my father. Let, let's get him drunk. Let's get him to drink wine again tonight. And you go in and lie with him so we can preserve our family line through our father. So they got their father to drink wine that night also. And the younger daughter went in and lay with him. Again he was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. So both, Lot daughter, both Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter had a son and she named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. The younger daughter also had a son and she named him Ben-Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites of today. Um, Genesis chapter 20 Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. 
For a while he stayed in Ginnar, and the and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, She is my sister. Then Abelech, king of Ginnar, said, uh, Gear, sorry, sent, sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Amalek in a dream one night and said to him, You are a good are you are as good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman. Now Abimelech said I'm I beg your pardon, uh, verse four. Now Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, She is my sister? And did she also say, He is my brother? I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then the Lord said to him in the, in the dream, Yes, I know you did this with clear conscience, and so I have kept you from sinning against me. This is why I did not let you touch her. Now return this the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all yours will die. Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done the things to me that should not be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, There is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, through not of, though not of my mother. She became my wife, and when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, He is my brother. Then Amimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham, and he returned Sarah his wife to him. And Amimelech said, My land is before you, live wherever you like. To Sarah he said, I am giving you, your brother, a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you, and you... I beg your pardon. This is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you. You are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his slave girls, so that they could have children again. For the Lord had closed up every womb in Abimelech's household because of Abraham's wife Sarah. All right. Uh, Psalm chapter 1 Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers, but he delights in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water, 
which yields its fruit in season, and those leave does not wither. Oh, I beg your pardon. Which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whether he does, whatever he does, prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that, that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in judgment. I beg your pardon. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of righteous, of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Uh, Mark chapter 7. The Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were unclean, that is, unwatched. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding the tradition of the elders. When they came from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they, they wash, and they observe many other traditions, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus, Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with unclean hands? He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites, as it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rulers are rules are their teachings are but rules taught by men for you let go of the commands of God and are holding on to the traditions of man and he said to them you are a fine you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions for Moses said honor your father and your mother and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from them in Corbin, that is a gift devoted to God, then you no longer let them do anything for his father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition and you have handed down uh, that you have handed down and you do many things like that he again Jesus called the crowd to him and said listen to me everyone and understand this nothing outside of man can make him unclean by going into him but rather it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean after he said, after he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull, he said, I mean he asked, don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean, for it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, and then out of his body. In saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. He went, he went on, What comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, 
Out of man's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lordlessness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. Uh, verse 24 Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an evil spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek born in Syria. Syrian Phoenicia. she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. He then told her, for such a reply, you may go, the demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down the Sea of Galilee and into the region of Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk and they begged him to place his hands on the man. After he took him aside, after away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spat then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him Ephithia, um, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone, but the more he did so, the more they talked. They kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Thank you. Um, yeah, so tomorrow I'll be back. Bye.